1: listening to season five of Mother May I Sleep With podcast. I'm your host, Molly McElhaney. Great, so good,
0: Great. Oh, good. I'm glad I just didn't ruin them. <laughs>
1: Wait. <laughs> there's no way. Wait, can you play that one more I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad I just didn't ruin, ruin them. them. There's yeah. there's no way that that's the way that that was meant to be said.
0: So good. Great, oh, Great good i'm glad i just didn't ruin them
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that and oh the, my god that's and, gonna haunt me
2: and their crazy laughs in response to that like, right laugh. i
1: mean like it does it actually does add sort of like a menacing moment to it where they're like being held hostage and this man is just like out of his mind and then his <laughs> and poor
2: is made to sit at the sit in the corner
1: dirty. they literally had to add an extended leaf to this table <laughs> do you see that there's a leaf in yeah. the middle they extended this table intentionally well,
2: could it have been that it if they were seat, all seated in a in a normal way that people eat around a table right. that it would have they would have had to shoot it in two different takes?
1: Oh, there I think that, there's a variety of reasons why they did it, it then, this way. Oh, well that could have actually made sense for why they had such a bad take of him saying his line. So um they're all making small talks and he asked them uh when they joined the group. Noah says it was a couple years ago. Victoria asked, um, for work on her house. And then it just got going from there. Noah wants to ask Lori about the coffee table. So she, I guess he's making a coffee table and it looks just like that standard Ikea table that you screw the feet into. And it's just, that's the table. Um, and she's like, it's very simple and masculine. She, he's like simple and masculine. That's me. Um, and then, uh, She's like, you know what? We were thinking about adding a deck to the yard, and so when she says that, obviously Grant's like, y- putting a deck in the yard is my line. Like, you know, that's so he and he and Victoria are just sitting at that table, like they caught the same disease of just like f- they're just forlorn.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's he's finally seeing that. Uh, yeah, the downside of suburban swingers club.
1: That's the kind of contagion I wish had been happening yeah. here,
2: and. Uh, that they couldn't give Olivia like one line like, oh, welcome, or can I get you something to drink? Like, that Olivia, Olivia actually doesn't have. Olivia hasn't spoken yet in this movie.
1: I mean, they don't have much time to let us know of all these things. Like I feel like the fact that one we didn't know she existed at the sex party and two, she's just sort of mute at this dinner where <laughs> where she's been completely boxed out. And by the way, like They
2: don't even let her cook. We don't pretty-
1: even know she's in some sort of medical profession until like later when she shows up wearing like a half of a medical scrub and, and the I'm like scrubs, yeah. Oh, is she Oh, okay. Like she does do something I kind of assumed that she was just, like, his mentally ill wife that was kept at home based off of what they showed of her, which is so...
2: So ha- uh, I was wondering, like, how they revert... Because a a, pop, a plot point to come requires her to have some knowledge of uh, medical things. Mm-hmm. And ha- how they reverse engineered, like, okay, there's no... We don't have a moment in this thing, like, at the dinner party, for instance, to introduce the idea that... She works in medicine. we can't say this is my wife, Olivia. She's a doctor um so or all
1: just could think, like, like at the party, like this did you meet Noah? Oh, yes, and this is his wife, Dr Olivia, blah, blah blah, like there's so excuse, many fucking yeah. ways we could have put excuse me something I'm talking in. about the
2: riverwalk project, don't, Yeah.
1: Don't, uh, oh, excuse uh, me, doctor blah blah blah, Willie, just just throw out it there's so but many the, ways the only way
2: they could think to to set that up was she has to show up in purple scrub that there's one scene where she comes in like. We'll put her in purple scrubs, and then everybody will know she's in...
1: And even that, I'm like, is she a vet tech? tech. Is she a dental hygienist? Like, I don't know why I am like want to take it away from or her are and those make just, her...
2: Or does she just like sleeping in,
1: in, in medical scrubs? 100%. So... Um, yeah, this is where, um, what's his face? Grant and Derek go running the next day. Derek tells him that Olivia never talks. And Noah's like, yeah, well, you know, Noah never shuts up. His little flirting game is something that he does with all of the wives. And Grant's like, you know what? I don't know why Olivia puts up with it. And Derek says that, um, Rachel told him that Giselle told her that he's helping her with some legal work. He says that he's just giving her advice. Um, and Derek like stops running to tell him, listen. Okay, don't just give advice to Giselle. She's a fucking kook, okay? She's miserable in her marriage. She wants to blur things outside the line at parties sometimes. And, like, I... First of all, I love that, like, these two are, like, just, like, XOXO gossip girl. Yeah. Like, these two are just, like, fucking gossip girl in it out. And, like, this is such a little bitch neighborhood. Like, how these does, people are just fit little into bitches. circle
2: of trust, though, talking that way about Giselle?
1: I agree.
2: That's, that's, that's uh... I mean, she's she's part of the – she's a esteemed member of the circle there, able to you – know, I agree. Hold rights to pick keys and, and
1: – Well, that's why I think this is how they weed out the fucking bad seeds in the neighborhood is they're like, fuck Giselle, fuck Noah. Okay, if you survive, then we'll go to the next level. But, like, that's, like, their – that's how their little sick ritual that they do over yeah. there. yeah. So, um, Lori and Grant leave the house for work the next day. Noah's in the driveway making a fucking canoe, um, which I couldn't believe. Why is he
2: making a canoe? I mean, I, I mean, couldn't why, why, why believe why it. Why not touch on that? Why is Noah making a canoe?
1: Because I think it's like one thing that they could set up that would be impressive. Wait a second. But where, it was only where, the skeleton. Where
2: around here would you use a canoe?
1: Well, if you were selling it on Etsy.
2: But where in this neighborhood would be a good place to go canoeing?
1: Oh, we don't know where they are.
2: Perhaps at the Riverwalk.
1: Oh, (laughs) shit, Richard, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my Uh, God. Oh, shit. Maybe this movie
2: actually takes place at Riverwalk. Yeah, maybe this
1: was a commissioned Riverwalk piece for Victoria. And this is all some kind
2: of, like... DVD extras to the, the movie, about, to the Riverwalk movie. Oh,
1: fuck. You just blew up my mind. I was like, Richard, I don't know where the fuck they would go canoeing. What?
2: There's only one body There's of water that's been one mentioned. There's place they could
1: go. It's the Riverwalk. Oh. I mean, oh, my God. You're so true. You're so true. So she tries to start a car. It's not working. No one knocks on her door and offers to take a look. Like you two tuck.
2: seconds. Like, she, like the second after she...
1: It's Uh, almost as if he unplugged her car right before (laughs) she came out. Like, this is, by the way, how dark all of this goes. It goes so deep. Um, so he pops open the hood and like in the process, he brushes her leg. And from there, it's just downhill for both of them. They can't stop thinking. They both are having these visions of that night between them in the spare room at this orgy house. So the car gets going. Um, but she got some oil on her top. So she has to go back inside and change. Um, Noah decides to let himself while she's getting changed this is where another moment unfortunately in these movies you aren't to blame the victim but you are to severely question the victim and this for me is where things start to be like maybe that could have been taken more seriously or like you know this is a perfect time right now to let someone know that this is happening um which in real life would be inappropriate to say, but, let, but in this movie, I have to say, "What the fuck, girl!" But I mean,
2: this has all happened to Lori. She's gone in thirty-six hours. She's gone from just trying to get over a miscarriage in this new house they've had to move into to
1: banging Swinger's a stranger club,
2: to being to being stalked by the psycho across the street. Yeah, and thirty. I mean, I mean. How how often does life play itself out that quickly?
1: The only thing I can say about why I think she doesn't sort of move forward after a report, like, with reporting this or whatever is because her husband has already shown her at every turn that he really doesn't give a fuck what she thinks about any of this. Let's play 2844 to 3018. Noah. Oh, my God, you scared me. Wait, how did
3: how did you get in here?
0: Door was open.
3: What are you doing here?
0: I thought you wanted this.
3: Wanted what?
0: <laughs> Stop. This is all right. What's the matter?
3: I'm mm. married.
0: Hey, you were married the other night too.
3: That was different.
0: No, it wasn't. We had a connection. You felt it then and you feel it now. You don't have to pretend with me. I'm
3: all Stop. yours. i will scream. I'll call the police.
0: Now, what was all that at dinner the other night, huh?
3: I was admiring your furniture.
4: to bother you laurie have you seen noah this morning i um, i saw him a few minutes ago in your garage well he's gone i can't find him did he come over here by any chance
1: no why would he come here just thought i'd check first of all why i if, if i was approached by olivia like that i'd be like yeah, I have seen him. He just tried to rape me in my fucking bathroom call the police.
2: 30 seconds ago.
1: Right. And, like, I understand that sometimes the perpetrator's wife is maybe not the person you want to tell. But I feel like there's so many ways to leave this situation and call 911. Meanwhile, like, the fact that, like, her employment is at jeopardy at every point during this movie yeah. drives me nuts.
2: Miss Kapoor is is...
1: Miss Kapoor is like literally is the patience of an angel because I wrote in my notes where I would start to have thought about firing Lori and I will like to redact that later and say that right now I'm already thinking about firing Lori. It's the first day and she's running late, no phone call. Come on. Unless she was trying to leave an hour early, there's no way that Lori wasn't running real good and late her first day.
2: Do we know that... Miss Kapoor is not part of the circle of trust. Was was she? I mean, it's weird that. Ra- cause remember I she don't was,
1: think that she has been eliminated completely as a suspect of the circle of trust.
2: She was. She she was referred by Rachel.
1: But she was referred by Rachel. So
2: so it's.
1: And uh, that's the other thing that's interesting is that one thing that if I was um grant when i was pitching this to my wife i'd be like there might be some career perks that come up along the way yeah they exactly i'd I, I, be like listen it's not just about sex baby it's about connections okay here's, you'll here's, have an interior designing gig by the morning
2: here's another theory though that that there's maybe the circle of trust there maybe this is the junior circle of trust. And there's a more elite I agree circle of you. trust that the popes and Miss Kapoor are part of.
1: I agree with you. I had the and same thought.
2: Rachel feels like she can get her way. Rachel feels Rachel and Derek feel like they're an inch away from getting. into I also
1: the- felt it reminded me of an MLM in that capacity. <laughs> where as soon as I saw Miss Kapoor, I was like, she looks like a very bougie version of yeah. like what's in store for some of these people. Like yeah. I feel like Rachel looks at Miss Kapoor and like tries. To, she stands. She wishes she could. be be so i think that there's actually a lot of validity there to that yeah for and sure so,
2: but that kind of explains like it it's like uh it's like Lori is like an inductee so she's she's giving she's giving her a little she understands she's going through so like she understands that was my first time at the circle of trust I, life got a little crazy it too. is
1: crazy though to think like about if if hazing is like a process here how many people? Like I would like to know the other stories. I would like to go back to the book and see all the other stories of all the other people that have been run out by this junior circle of trust.
2: I, I think there's a great movie that's just the Riverwalk Circle of Trust. With do you with, think
1: Miss Kapoor killed with, Jeffrey Epstein?
2: <laughs> I, I, the <laughs> tentacles of Miss Kapoor, I, I could be anywhere. I mean, j- clearly this is a woman of. Uh, unrivaled influence
1: (laughs) i know she's like a minor she's like a minor league rich lady who lives in the oc but still we stand is it possible
2: giselle is actually her daughter consider that
1: Oh, that's really, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, that's actually Throw really that true. That's 100% true. Puts the whole um, thing in
2: a new light there, doesn't it?
1: So Lori tells Olivia she has to go. Um, I wrote, this is where I realized Olivia was wearing scrubs for the first time. When she goes inside, she grabs a golf club, which we knew right away the first day they moved in. Grant put his golf clubs in the living room and said, I'm gonna find a place for these later. Until the end of this movie, they've never found a place for these golf clubs. Yeah.
2: The golf, cl- the golf club. When when someone needs a weapon in this house, the golf clubs are. the I
1: mean, like, I would have to argue that maybe that has more to do with the lack of spark in their marriage than anything. Like this man, they're they're just like vacantly walking around with these golf clubs in the middle of their life, and like, they have
2: a wrought iron cage in r- right there in the living room, like perfect to put golf clubs in.
1: Yes, exactly. Hang those golf clubs right there. I forgot to add that when she goes inside, she grabs her golf club and she calls Noah's name. And, um, he's actually in another room with a piece of putty copying her key, which is such a woodworker move. So, you know, woodworkers have pieces of putty laying around. But
2: Noah, so, so Noah at the first hint of rejection, like, the, the psycho doesn't doesn't build up slowly. it's like at the first hint of rejection he slams his fist down and the psycho comes comes out so he
1: saw it and he wants there's it he's no gonna way get it. a
2: circle of trust like he's he's been there. he's slept with all of them multiple times, you are telling me that never has come out before
1: well, I'm not saying it never has come up. I'm just saying those people haven't lasted in the community because apparently Giselle is bloodthirsty as well. They're both, I mean, they're the, they are literally, I think, honestly, the animals of the group. Like, they're the ones that, like, you get tossed to these animals first, and if you survive.
2: This is the id of the, the dark, this is the darkness within all of them, uh, are Noah and Giselle waiting if you if you let your guard down they will they will they will destroy every they will devour you
1: i saw myd this year um at the grateful dead uh show dead and co he is this guy that um looked exactly like post malone and um except three post malones and he just de- did this little boogie all night that was his hands like kind of I don't know. Like his hands were just really close together and like clasped together. And like all night long I just was like, that is that like that light and darkness, the darkness in that light is me. Wow. <laughs>
2: like, do you do, do do you do do the Grateful Dead dance or
1: uh no I don't, but like that is like I think on a yeah, like I think that like if I was to truly let go and just be a thing I would be someone with face tattoos and matted down braids, like, so overly indulged on food, fucking moving in slow motion at a Grateful Dead concert, probably on drugs. Like, I feel like that is my id, for sure. You wouldn't
2: go juggalo. You wouldn't go...
1: No, I am a juggalo in every yeah. day. Yeah, no, the <laughs> juggalo is good. That's that's peak me. It's juggalo, a very high-functioning juggalo. So that's your
2: superego is, is juggalo, and yeah. your id is, is at the dead.
1: I ask myself, why doesn't she call 911? It doesn't matter if they had sex at a swinger party. It's illegal for him to break in. It's also illegal for him to sexually assault her in her home, even if they had had a previous interaction.
2: Generally. Yeah. It, I mean... The other the other thing here, just, just get ahead, the circle of trust now disappears from this movie. And it's like, and, and, and a lot of this, like, you, you feel like you can't go to the police, but you can't take this up with the Popes? Like, Roger Pope wouldn't want to know? This is know? the
1: other thing. It never occurred to me until you just said this, that perhaps the reason why she didn't bring in the police was because... She didn't want to violate the circle of trust. Like, it never occurred to me that she was afraid of violating the circle of trust. I thought this was about something else. I thought that this was, like, her not wanting to make a big deal of it.
2: I mean, she just moved in the neighborhood. How awkward would it be in the neighborhood if, like, right after the circle of trust, you, you, like, had to... Two Stop days a stalker in. From killing you.
1: I mean, I have to say the optics aren't great. Like, one <laughs> would say that, like, if someone moves into the neighborhood and then automatically accuses their neighbor of stalking them, <laughs> <laughs> like, under most circumstances, the optics on that, not great. Yeah. This, you know.
2: Drama queen, I mean.
1: Um, but I, uh, yeah. So again, I don't want to blame, uh, the victim, but I'm going to ask why she doesn't tell her husband that this guy is already not on the approved list. Like he, he's not approved. All right. We already got, we got into that. He's not approved anymore, but he still broke into the house that day.
2: There were only three rules they had. And, That's and the other, all, it's been a day and they've all gone out the window.
1: Because if he was on the approved list and then he broke in, I could see the he said, she said of it all coming up, but he is not on the approved list and she doesn't want him there. And you know, I think one thing that's not a he said, he said, she said is they broke into my fucking house. That is, I mean, there has to be a Ring.com somewhere in this neighborhood, and apparently there's not.
2: We found out later he hasn't installed the security system yet.
1: Oh yeah, so well that's, that's been like gonna that's been an ongoing issue. Um,
2: <laughs> with not putting the, the golf clubs away.
1: So that night she. um she is downstairs with her golf club. She's just, like, sort of walking around the house with a golf club a little bit anytime she hears a rustling at this point. And um, her husband pops out, and she's like, what the fuck? Because, I mean, what he doesn't know and what he probably should know is, one, he does know that they're in a house without, like, a security system, But what he doesn't know is that she's being stalked unless he does know because he's part of this sick plot, as you pointed out, which we know they'll never admit to in this movie. But Richard and I can also sort of read between the lines.
2: There's a lot they want. The writers want you to know that they know.
1: It's a wink. They're like, there's, there's definitely a Reddit that they've like answered the truth of this on somewhere anonymously. He's apparently surprised her with a bottle of champagne to like, you know, congratulate her on her new job. So they're enjoying their champagne in the back and they agree that they're both feeling really good about this. He says that Derek and uh, Rachel invited them to another party and she says she's not really interested in anymore. They, it did the trick. They don't need to go back. And he's like, listen, we can take our relationship to an even deeper level. She's like, I'm good, like, you know, these people, like, you know, these people know us, okay? What are they going to say when we leave the circle? So all of a sudden, this man who brought her into the circle is being like, well, well, we can't quit the circle. I'm having questions about
2: how good a lawyer Grant is right now, if if this is the sort of logic he throws around.
1: There's that. And I think, you know, I mean, also just, I, I guess there would be a social curve there, you know, when sort of, you know... You fuck two of your neighbors and you guys quit. It seems like you might not have been there for the right reasons. (laughs) <laughs> you know
2: although as as pointed out the the, miscar- the miscarriage has now been forgotten we have put the miscarriage behind us
1: i do want to know what deeper level like to me i'd be like no this is good like i'm just not fighting with someone i own a house with okay that's good like i don't need to go much deeper than that <laughs> like i don't know how far like love goes but like i will say i'm good so i um, she's like, you know what, we made the veto rule already. He says that he saw something in her that night that he thought was gone. He didn't want to lose her the way that he did before. She says that things were on a roll with them now, and they just need to remember to check in with each other, which is how I remembered this was made in 2019, because she said, check in with each other. <laughs> um, Rachel's at a big design store working with her new client, who's very posh woman, Miss Kapur. And um, she's helping the woman pick out her new stuff. She goes to point out a chair to her that she likes and noah is sitting right there she walks up to him and she's like what are you doing here and he's like what i wanted to look at new chair designs so the designer of the four-legged coffee table is apparently now taking in local designs for inspiration (laughs)
2: um for how did he get there before them
1: um, I think that he got that they had been there for a while. Okay, so based the- on the way that she and she, the two of them were shopping, I assume that like they probably are down there for several hours a week.
2: And what and what store is this Pottery Barn or
1: I, I don't think it's like a named store. It looks like honestly, it looks like a boutique furniture store, like the way that they sort of have them in Beverly Hills, where it's just like a bunch of sh- like shit from the same four designers like you get a like the kind of stuff that you get a catalog of and you can just point and be like i want chair a3 right. i want that dresser i want this like it's one of those things that rich people do that actually feels very poor to me like when they're just like i'll take furniture number one
2: and how much could you impress miss kapoor by taking her there and uh
1: Right, and then also, like, I love that Noah is standing in, sitting in a big cloth chair when she is like, it's like where it's like leather or something, and he's like, "I'm here for furniture designs." I'm like, "Dude, you're a woodworker. Like, why are you sitting on a leather chair if you're here for furniture designs?" I'm, on, well, I'm confused. Can- do you have a canoe to finish? One hundred percent. That's never going to make the launch of the Riverwalk. So, um, he's like, "Listen, no, I have a gift for you to apologize for the way I behaved the other day." um he insists that she opens it inside are a pair of handcuffs that he handmade himself she asks him if this is a joke and he's like depends on how we use them and she goes you have no filter and i want nothing to do with you so he gets really stern with her and he's like what about the other day you let me kiss you i think that that was about you and i know you enjoyed it so she's like listen i didn't enjoy it which like i think I think it was pretty clear from that scene that even from the moment of the first kiss, she was not into that.
2: When she said, I'm, I'm going to call the police, you think that yeah, was a Yeah, I think a, that, that sort of
1: gave me a clue. She's not into that. Um So Lori's boss comes over and he says... Um, she goes, this is my neighbor. Uh, we just ran into each other. And he introduces himself to her, leaving his mark. Disgusting. Um, he says that his wife and him are big fans of Lori and that she's actually going to redo his, their bedroom. They're looking to open it up and add some new things.
2: The, that, that was an impressive metaphor for uh, Noah, I have to, to say, Noah to come up with. That might <laughs> that be the most was, solid
1: joke in the whole movie. Yeah,
2: he, he nailed that one.
1: Miss Kapoor tells Lori that she wants to show her a table, and Lori's like, I'll be right there. Um, at this point, this is where I would have been thinking about firing Lori.
2: But, but, I, I, but Miss Kapoor has a, a, a certain. I mean, you could see, you could tell Miss Kaport does not mess around, does not F around. Like, That's what I
1: mean. Like, I'm just saying, like, if I, if my employee was like, I had to track you down in a store, and then when I said I want to go look at something, they'll like, they'll be like, I'd be right here. If this was Walmart, you'd be fired.
2: But she did also just blow her mind, suggesting that the rug and the chair that that is that could true go together, whatever. What, so I there's mean,
1: goodwill from so that. So she's,
2: I mean. Miss Kapoor is going to hear what, what other ideas Lori's got there in her, in her head, so.
1: Right. Mm. um, So she's like, you know what? If you do this again, I'm going to call the police. And he goes, what are you going to say? You ran into your friendly neighbor at the furniture store? I wrote in my notes, I feel like the handmade handcuffs are enough to show that he had no intention of not running into her.
2: Did, did, another question. So so he just met her two days ago. Did He doesn't seem like the... the I think it could have been a week ago. But he... He doesn't seem like he's like the the speediest woodworker. I mean that that canoe is uh, it is, is still just like kind of the. It, it, we see the canoe again towards the end, and it's still just like barely a frame of the of a canoe. At, at There's this point, that. do we they think? Could do we argue. Think, did he make these? Did he make these wooden handcuffs? Uh, just in the in the days since.
1: I will tell you that if he didn't. If he if the police found or he showed the police a stash of these wooden handcuffs, it could easily get him out of being in trouble with stalking Lori because he could be like, listen, dude, I got 45 pairs of these fucking wooden handcuffs at home. I just gave them to Lori at the store because I saw her, you know, sick fuck
2: could be his specialty.
1: His boss says that, uh, her boss says that she's really pleased with the work that she's done. Um, and then she gets a video from Noah. It's the two of them having sex that night at the party, the first night. He took the video without her consent. So there's again, three or four legal issues here. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm not sure when he had time to prop his iPhone up like this, but okay. <laughs> again, leading into sort of the, Devil's uh, snow globe thing I'm seeing here. It's like you had sex. Well, he's gonna put a sex tape out, bitch. Like, the, you know,
2: did 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 uh again suggesting the Pope's knew knew who he would be with, what room he would be. Let him set it all up in advance.
1: Yeah, I think it's a. They've got a solid operation going on over there.
2: The, the Pope's complicity is hard to. For, well, because
1: like in a satanic an, uh, ritual, an initiation ritual. The first act is humiliation. So they True. humiliate you and they blackmail you as a way to, like, prove your strength. I mean, everyone knows that's how you get into the fucking Illuminati. Duh. Do you know, mean, Google much? Like, <laughs> heard of it? Internet? That's how you get into the Illuminati is a humiliation ritual, okay? They, this is a fucking cult.
2: And their name Government is... Government killed JFK. Their name is... Talk Pope. to you next
1: week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Their I last mean, name they is Poe.
2: Do they need to put a flashing neon light like, uh,
1: and also the earth is additionally flat um <laughs> so he calls and asks her if she liked the video her boss says goodbye to her um again another moment where i'm just like bitch get off your phone till your boss is out of eyeline <laughs> yeah. and again i know to bring up the walmart comparison is unfair but like this is based these are job rules that a 17 year old knows
2: yeah yeah it's- one one gets the sense that Lori has never had a client before no, maybe that 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 this this is all a little new to her.
1: Well, we're gonna find out in a little bit about her client list. Yeah. Literally moments later, she sees Noah is making a call from outside of the furniture store to her. Let's play that clip. It's thirty eight oh six to thirty eight
0: forty three. Meet me at the Villa Serena Inn, room two hundred one, one hour. Or that video goes out to all of your clients
3: how you don't even have my client list
0: when i was in your house earlier i forwarded your laptop address book to my account how's your mom in ohio doing if you don't show up that video goes to everyone on your list everyone and i'll tell grant how you invited me up for a drink after i helped fix your car you're sick make your decision the clock is ticking and i'm losing my
2: patience Remember Laurie's uh, phone holder. Phone, oh, phone her cover. pink
1: phone case, yeah.
2: The same who else in this in this movie has a pink phone case? Oh, I know. Olivia. I know. Yeah.
1: Well, is it Olivia's?
2: Yes. Well, is it Olivia? They have the same they have the same phone case. Oh. What is that what does that tell you? I
1: thought that oh, well, we'll get to it, but yeah. I mean, they're on a call um so wait so i do love that Lori's mind immediately goes to like well wait you don't know my contacts (laughs) like (laughs) not she right away is like how like how would you do that yeah and then when he's just like because i stole them and also your mom's from ohio like i'd be like there's a million ways you could know that like if you're gonna run logical like don't stop there like because there's more pressing you could do to figure out How's whether your or mom not you he- Ohio? <laughs> right it's like also I feel like that's something that could have come up at any party situation ever um anyway, so she calls her husband thankfully because she does something fucking logical for once in this movie, but he does not answer the phone so she arrives this seedy little motel and she walks in and he is of course as always topless just out of the shower um she and it's nice of him to shower for this so she comes in and she closes the curtains and she puts on a little smile and she tells him that she was just playing hard to get he doesn't need to go so far out of his way to get to her uh she undresses for him and i have never seen someone wearing a full fucking yeah, nightgown under was, a dress
2: it was like a. it was like a superhero uh Change. <laughs> liked to-
1: it's like a sexy little like slip, but like these are things that women buy a Victoria's Secret like with the notion of a slip, right? It's like, oh, this is a notion of it. This is like something that guys think is sexy because of olden times, right? Sort of like a a, a nighty. Okay, so she
2: was wearing that when she was with Miss Kapoor then. Did she have time to go? He, home? He, no, yeah, she, yeah.
1: she was, she wears that as her underwear. Mm-hmm. I believe was the suggestion was that this woman wears a full fucking lace nighty <laughs> underneath her dresses. She's wearing sort of like a bodycon knockoff le er, Levert, like with a little belt moment. Um, so. She's like, right away, he's like, well, aren't you worried about the video? And she's like, I'm not worried about the video. Actually, let's talk about these handcuffs. So this is where I, I buy into the fact that he's a fucking bimbo, because I think anyone could have seen this coming from a mile <laughs> yeah. away. Like, this is literally how sex workers, like, fucking rob people every day in America, yeah. and this man cannot spot it. So she's like... I, 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 uh,
2: two minutes ago, I was blackmailing you, and... uh Threatening to ruin your life, and and yeah, now I'll let, now I'll let you, but now you can handcuff me. Yeah, of yeah,
1: totally. Now, oh, you're into it, sick. <laughs> Let's go for it. So she's like, it turns me on when a man can be vulnerable. Uh, can you are you strong enough to be vulnerable with me i'm like oh yes play to his weaknesses so she ties him to the bed she he leans in to kiss her and she slaps him across the face she's like you think you can blackmail me ruin my career she deme- i'm like break into your house and rape you like yeah this man thinks he can do a lot of shit like let's be real about what no this is when like i would get the police intervention going stat when i have this man's phone and he's tied to a bed so she demands the password and you won't give it to her so she fucking uses the facial recognition (laughs) and gets in to delete it she asks if there's any more copies and he's like i'm not sure um we're gonna have to trust each other so she won't untie him she takes a photo of him cuffed to the bed and says that if you ever try something like this again she's gonna post a photo on the neighborhood watch site (laughs) uh, now there's some sort of neighborhood watch um so back at home she's crying in bed
2: part of the circle of trust or like uh, is every member of the the circle of trust in the neighborhood watch or or, or
1: i assume it's like the next door app where it's like a good 50 50 it's like whoever shows up but i would Mm -hmm. say again All of this is subject to already being something that the neighborhood – like, now we're dealing with probably 12 crimes that have been done against her, including, like, revenge porn, which is, like, a new crime that we, like, love. They're dying to convict on revenge porn. So back at home, she's crying in bed when Grant comes in. The way he comes in is crazy. So, like, just imagine you're crying in bed, and then all of a sudden someone in a full suit comes in, like – Three quarters of the way into your close up shot with a handout. Like he comes in like almost like a barbershop quartet moment where it's like he just pops in the frame in his suit forty
0: two twenty seven to forty four twenty seven.
3: Lori, are you okay? No. What happened? Where were you today?
0: I was at work.
3: Why didn't you answer your phone? Why didn't you have it turned on? Every time I called you, it went straight to voicemail.
0: I'm so sorry. I was in and out of meetings all day. And you know that room gets terrible cell phone reception. What happened? Is it, is it the job? What happened?
3: I thought I could take care of it myself. What are you talking about? Babe, it's Noah. Noah? You saw how he was at dinner the other night. Well, it's gotten worse. He won't leave me alone. He's been showing up here at the house. Did he hurt you? No, but he followed me to the furniture store today while I was working. He humiliated me. He tried to blackmail me, and he threatened me.
0: That son of a bitch!
3: Grant, wait. Grant! Grant, wait. Grant! Grant!
0: Want to harass someone? Try me. Let's see how far you get. Bad day at work, Grant? No, it's you. You're stalking my wife. Are you insane? Now, what exactly am I accused of doing?
3: Noah, you followed me to the store today and you know it.
0: Are you sure you told him the whole story? You really want to get into this? No, you are out of line. Laurie, your boy scout here is obviously the jealous type. Maybe you guys should rethink the whole circle thing. It's not for everybody. Stay away from Laurie. Grant, I thought we were friends.
3: Come on, let's just go.
0: You should listen to your wife. If you go near my wife again, I will kill you. Do you understand that?
3: Please, come on.
1: You know, I also will say that. Because right away, Grant goes on to like, oh, the whole neighborhood knows now that, you know, Noah would be insane to break in. The whole neighborhood knows now. I would beg to differ that this one old man and Noah's wife is the whole neighborhood, <laughs> even close to appropriately the whole neighborhood. In this scenario, Grant is one third of the neighborhood and he's leaving.
2: Um, we never see another car or. Person on the streets uh, of this neighborhood. It's uh, another another sign that she's in fact dead. Yeah. Uh, the um, but it's uh, yeah. Like the,
1: that old man was a ghost that died in the previous. Like he is the previous owner of that exactly. house that passed away. The grandfather of that family. And he died in the house. That's why they moved and left behind the Fisher um, Price boat.
2: Again, again, Grant's motivations that that after after being. Uh, after after all but uh, uh, forcing them to go over to the, the dinner party and going there, all of a sudden he's like, that son of a
1: bitch! That <laughs> high school play of a fucking tell-off that just <laughs> happened right here. I mean, Grant, like, literally grew a ball sack for one moment in his life to have the most um, scripted-sounding fight with this man. You almost have to wonder, um, yeah, is this the devil snow globe? Is she dead? Is this, like, is this, like, um... And I, I- when like Scrooge would take you back, like in like you know, and you'd um, who would take you back in Scrooge? Who was the guy that took you back? Oh, uh, it was- oh, the ghosts was it- of like past, future, present. Yeah. This would be like if the ghosts took you back to past. And like, you just were getting the very truncated versions of what happened because you obviously on Christmas Eve cannot watch this play out in real time. <laughs> yeah. There's only so many hours that they have to take you around and show you your past, present and future. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that this could be that too, which by the way, Christmas movie, you're welcome. He has to leave for a trip for the next morning. He says that, you know, he can, um, he can stay if she wants, but she's like, no, um, he, My sister's gonna come. I literally, I I write in my notes here, I'm not sure why they don't put her in a hotel. Like you are five nights into this new house and you already have a stalker problem and you've joined a swingers group okay and you
2: and 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 grant just threatened the guy across the door drive 20
1: minutes out of the suburbs to a holiday inn like when you're in a neighborhood like this you're only 20 minutes away to a holiday inn express a fucking courtyard marriott something like that this is not a a tall order for them uh
2: you know we find out that 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 her sister can't come it's her sister can't come. Her sister leave the door. can't
1: come. Probably like this is where it starts to feel like a get out situation yeah. to me where just like all the sort of wrong cards are falling. Yeah. So her sister calls and says that she won't be able to come over tonight. It's a long story, but there was an emergency with her neighbor and she got stuck watching her kid. And Kat's like, are you going to be okay? Why don't you just go to a hotel? Hmm, I don't know, Kat, consistently asking all the questions that I, as a viewer, am wondering. Lori says that she doesn't want to be scared out of her own house, and Kat's like, I get that. I'll call you and check in with you later.
2: In the original version, Kat said, there's an emergency next door. My neighbor had to go to an emergency board meeting for the Riverwalk uh,
1: project. <laughs> that's, and they that's were out. like, don't tip it. Don't yeah, tip the they, Riverwalk they, shit they, too much. Yeah. Um, by the way, how sick would it be if there was a stinger on this movie? They can't do stingers on Lifetime movies because the credits just play over till they're like into the next movie. Yeah. And sometimes they'll run the credits for the previous movie under in a small square on the new movie. Mm-hmm. Which is iconic. Lifetime never change. But if there was like a stinger that sort of like revealed like the truth of a whole scene, like it like flashed back on the river, on the Riverwalk Corporation (laughs) and like the popes just like feasting on the blood of like teenager, (laughs) like, yeah, I think that that would be a great stinger. Real tarantinoian twist Noah, where is it
2: where is the offering you promised us
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly so she is just at this point now where she is just walking around her house with a golf club like no rustling in the bushes needed she's just fully watching (laughs) um but someone is actually watching her because as she pours herself a glass of wine we see that classic pov to let us know someone's inside the house um she sees someone lurking in the backyard i write Lori, call the fucking police call the fucking police but she abandons her wine glass to go check out whatever it is in the backyard we see of course someone bring a dropper into frame drop a couple drops of something into the wine I would like to know what it was that they dropped into that wine because this bitch took one sip and she yeah. was flat on her ass. Hey. I'm not saying I want to take that recreationally, but I will <laughs> say, like, if you are trying to cure jet lag, I feel like that's the <laughs> yeah. like that is the absolute trick. Like, once you get to Tokyo, you take hey, a drop of that shit, you'll wake up on time for the next day.
2: It's very good, but you know, Olivia has access to all the all the. Uh, the, the- Did you
1: see Ma? The horror movie Uh, Ma. No, I did not see Ma. Um, No, spoiler alert. Actually, a friend of mine did write Ma, but I will say that, spoiler alert, she is a vet tech, I think, and she drugs people with animal drugs throughout this movie. And that also made me think, I wish I knew more about Olivia's degree because i want to know are these animal drugs that she's giving them because the way she fell was like a horse to the ground like you give a horse a couple drops of that when you need to sedate it by the way we did a movie about someone drugging a horse already this season on this show speaking (laughs) of drugging horses we've done a movie genuinely that was about someone giving a horse cocaine
2: amazing (laughs) yeah
1: it doesn't kill them so moments after drinking her first sip she starts to have trouble breathing um this is what she goes outside, checks, comes back, takes her step. So she has trouble breathing. Let's play 48
0: 39 to 50 41. Hey, babe. I'm just got ready to call you.
3: Something's wrong.
0: Lori? I don't feel
3: well. Help me.
0: Lori? Lori? Are you there? <laughs>
3: Grant,
0: honey, Grant, it's
3: okay, Grant, where is he, is he still here,
0: who, Noah,
3: Noah, he was here, last night, in the kitchen,
0: wait, wait, wait slow, slow down, Noah, Noah's here,
3: Grant, I saw him, in the kitchen, and, and then I must have passed out,
0: honey, when I got home, there was no one in the house except you, and you were asleep on the couch,
3: well then how did I get up here,
0: Well, I brought you up here. I tucked you into bed. I just didn't have the heart to wake you up.
3: You. You were there, too. What do you mean? I saw you last night. Hmm. Well, that
0: sounds like a really bad dream. And it's not surprising because you, you know, kind of been through a lot lately.
3: What happened to your hand?
0: I... I cut it on the bushes on the side of the house.
3: And what were you doing on the side of the house?
0: I was taking the trash cans out to the street. It's trash day. Look, I'll tell you what, honey. Why don't I make you a cup of coffee, and after a cup of coffee, I'm sure your head's going to clear, and then you'll feel better,
2: okay? Um If I could make one aside here. He, he ties his ties with these giant with knots, the fat knot with the giant with that are, are very difficult to do, to execute it's uh, uh, the um it, it it's difficult to see uh, this man and these were being able to so take the time to pull off. He has to the- be good
1: at something. I'll tell you that because he's not good at lying. He's not great at being a husband. He's not great at displaying human emotion, standing up for her, knowing when and where to say what to what. Like, this man has no spine. So if he's going to be good at something, <laughs> it should be tying his book. Mastering like, the
2: fat, the fat.
1: Yeah, right he's now. got nothing else to do. I suppose. Um. So basically, the way that he gaslights her in this scene Yep. is wild because he could have given her something. He could have given her some benefit of the doubt on any of this instead of just starting to make her slowly feel crazy. But he seems to believe that gaslighting is going to be the way to go again. Again, you called it on the Band-Aid. Like, all this man's fancy degrees do not add up to him being able to apply a Band-Aid without blood on the outside. On the
2: outside yeah. And the, like A giant – cut his hand – has a giant Band-Aid that's like the size of –
1: Certainly isn't going to fix it when he gets to work either. And this man is a lawyer. Like, you think that maybe even if this man isn't working in sort of criminal prosecution of any kind – He would understand, like, the implications of being a part of a murder and Uh then walking around with a gigantic bandage on the outside of your hand.
2: (laughs) um, You would think that might be a a giveaway. uh...
1: I would think his best bet would be some sort of, like, stylized extra long sleeve sweater. Like, he's just having, like, a hipster moment. We're also
2: going to see him uh, days later. And he still is wearing the has that the one dirty. With, the, with the blood on the outside. Have so. your
1: assistant change it. Get like a real man. <laughs> the, um yeah, so I wrote, what the fuck is the meaning of this in my notes when this happened? Yeah, and, well, and, and, and also I kno- know the meaning knowing
2: now. knowing what happens later, knowing the truth of it. Probably other ways he could have talked to Lori about There's about what- no
1: reason why this had to go down like this. Like you will never, audience, you will never be satisfied with the way that this goes down because there's no it, it just was handled so poorly. Um so she comes downstairs and sees that her bottle of wine is still out, but now it's empty. She sniffs her empty glass, which is back on the counter when in fact she apparently fell asleep with it on the couch, she looks at the scene downstairs and her, you know, brow furrows because she realizes that the whole ass fucking living room rug is missing. And Grant comes in and is like, hey, sweetie, how you doing? Like the fucking balls on this man. Like the absolute gall to walk in and just be like, you know, like she'll ignore it. Like and if if she can't ignore it, then I'll make her feel crazy about it. Yeah. Um, So she asked about the rug and he's like, oh God, you spilled wine all over it last night. I had so, to toss it.
2: So I threw it, I threw out the rug.
1: And he goes, honey, no wonder you passed out last night. You finished the whole bottle of wine. She's like, no, I didn't. I had like one sip of a glass. Then I called you, then I passed out. The next thing I know, Noah was hovering above me um
2: now now what is the purpose of him and then
1: she saw him and he goes you've been under a lot of stress you're starting to imagine things Ooh. so wait what were you saying <coughs> now now why does he have to
2: why why can't he bring her in on the truth i i came home and 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 grant was dead there and
1: well the reason why he doesn't bring her in is very thin um,
2: because he had been with Giselle, but before that
1: yeah, if we're gonna just fully tell everyone, I think that it's time you guys know that Grant was in <laughs> fact not just in San Diego on the way there, he had stopped by her place in the desert, which made me think, are these people like in Riverside <laughs> like where do they live that like he stops by her place in what's apparently probably Palm Springs or something, and then drives down to San Diego yeah, because we are they are in SoCal.
2: The geography is uh, is odd.
1: It's it's tantalizing, is what it is. Is I want to find that community and I want to know more about it. It's when, so, when
2: you see the uh, aerial shots of the freeway interchange, it's it's clearly sort of the the Silmar area, the the, the, the sorry East Valley. Uh, oh, the, 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 that's that's what it
1: looks like to me. Well, that. I love that he uh, took a little two hour jaunt out to Palm Springs yeah. in order to. Get it done. So Lori's doing laundry later when she finds, oh, he says he's late for a meeting and that he thinks she should take the day off to relax. He called the alarm company and they're going to be here on Friday. So I, I that's another thing I, I fucking hate is when people tell me as a person or tell other people, just take the day, relax, have it, have some time, drink some water, just fucking relax. Like I'm like, oh yeah, bitch. Now I'm inspired. Like, now I'm gonna fucking relax. Like, no relaxing died years ago like and certainly now when i have just been a part of what is clearly a murder i am not going to relax um so Lori's doing laundry when she finds grant's clothes and they are bloody and they smell exactly like you know who that's right that Ho giselle's perfume that cheap perfume yep and we heard that same perfume we heard about before they banged it out on the counter after their first sex party so the doorbell rings it's olivia she's absolutely hysterical let's play 5314 to 5354. What's wrong?
4: It's about Noah. What about him? (sighs) He's missing. What do you mean, missing? He didn't come home last night. It's not like him. Then I found his wallet and his keys and his phone in the house. I'm worried that something happened. Okay, when was the last time that you saw him? Yesterday morning. I left and when I came back, he was gone. Did you happen to see him at all yesterday? No, why would I have seen him? I don't know. I'm asking everyone. I have to go call the police, file a missing persons report. Sorry, I bothered you. Oh, Rachel, maybe she's
1: awesome. So, right as she's leaving, Laurie spots a small piece of jewelry on the floor. It's a small little diamond heart pendant or charm type thing. Um, it's just appeared, and it's actually quite tacky. It does look like something that Giselle would wear for sure. Like, right away, you get Janelle energy.
2: Yeah. Or Giselle. Giselle, please. Fuck is please. Janelle.
1: Oh, from Teen Mom? Giselle, yeah. Janelle from Teen Mom. Giselle, like, yeah, it's major Giselle energy. So her sister says um, it's definitely not her thing. She hates charms um, because she asked Kat, is this yours? Apparently, um, this little charm showed up and a kitchen knife also went missing that night. Kat tries to wrap her head around all of this. Noah was stabbed and whoever did it had an accomplice grant stabbed him with giselle uh she says she doesn't know if noah's even really dead but she does know that something horrible happened to him and her last night her sister asked her why she doesn't just go to the police i don't know fucking amazing question cat like literally this whole movie should be called why didn't she go to the police <laughs> at any She's of 20 like, points and yeah, she's like, "What do I do? Tell him that my husband killed them, and then had them, and then had." Wolf- um, sorry, she goes. <laughs> sorry. So then she says to her sister she does this twice later on too she goes what do I do tell them that my husband killed some guy and then had help from a woman with the cheap perfume and a charm bracelet and she's like yeah and I'm like exactly yeah like just call the police and say what happened and they're gonna get it man like what, what? it's not as complex as you think this is when people start to think they're too special yeah. like you know what I mean it's like it's very arrogant for you to assume that the police won't buy any of this yeah it's not not that special honey you've just got a stalker and a husband who probably killed him
2: the which which uh, could be self defense or could be uh- and, and uh, a, a husband who's, who, who probably killed him but is trying to pretend to you like you're imagining the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Let's just face it. You guys entered a swingers club and this is the price to pay for yeah. a disorganized swingers club that's probably tied to something satanic. So just then Lori gets a call from Rachel who says that she missed her in yoga this morning. The shot on Rachel is very, very <laughs> tight when they're driving. Like I literally thought they were going to pull back to reveal that fucking Noah's yeah. dead body was hunched over in the passenger in seat like she like this is how gross these people are like they're just using noah to like get around the california highways in the carpool lane
2: well rachel's clearly the the mastermind here of, of, of the junior circle of trust
1: well rachel and derek are quite the little fucking gossip girl couple themselves okay because she's like mm. Did you hear the news about Noah? Apparently, he never came home last night, and Olivia is being such a spaz about it. The cops have been banging on everyone's doors asking questions all morning. And I'm like, wow, Olivia is such a loser. Like, in my nose, I'm just like, wow, what a fucking loser for reporting her missing husband. So Rachel says, I told him, I expect him to come home with a hangover anytime soon. So Noah, like, is a... Just gets drunk and leaves, apparently. So Rachel mentions that it's so nice that Grant offered to help Giselle with her lawsuit because she knows better than to ask Derek. And this is the first that Lori's hearing about the legal help. Apparently, Victoria told Rachel that Grant is helping Giselle with her plastic surgery lawsuit. Love that detail. Plastic (laughs) surgery (laughs) lawsuit. We never come back to it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this is news to Lori. Giselle is certainly not keeping it a secret on her end. She lets her know. Um there's a full blown hunt out for a body going on outside of I mean, what I guess I have to I have to say is unfortunately not the river walk.
2: No. It's a ravine. Well, interesting. Uh yeah, the, I mean this isn't the best uh, body disposal I've ever uh, I've ever heard of. I gotta, no, gotta we're gonna play sort of- the
1: whole scene, but I do want to just like like kind of with you. I don't know what a ravine is. What is a <laughs> ravine in relation to a river? I assume like a ravine is like some sort of like place where do- water gets dumped.
2: It could be a dry river bank. Uh, the, oh, okay. The, 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 I mean, this could be a. Maybe this was once a uh, active tributary of the river, but the Riverwalk to complete the Riverwalk project, they had to dam it up uh, and, and and redirect the, all that that water into the main. Uh, Is
1: this movie a metaphor for climate change?
2: I, it's not. It's not unrelated to climate change, clearly.
1: By the way, did you hear about Team Trees?
2: No, I. didn't. This
1: pisses me off that people aren't talking about this, and it's not just because I'm a YouTube head. It's because it's like legit there's youtubers out there who are rallying to to plant 20 million trees okay and so every dollar that you donate to this fund basically they are going to plant one tree for every dollar donated and it's like this worldwide tree planting organization Like, literally no one in mainstream media is covering this. It is so weird. Like, today I donated 20 trees. What's up? I tried to think about how much oxygen I could consume in my lifetime and, like, how much how many trees?
2: Did you figure out how much oxygen you can consume? No, I your- guess
1: 20. But yeah. I did think, like, okay, like obviously trees can grow bigger. So it's not like everyone breathes four trees in their life or whatever. <laughs> you don't know how many trees you're breathing. But like, I figured 20 would take a nice dent out of it. Plus, I'm not having kids, which is a huge. Uh, yeah huge green footprint so to, or, you do, know. wait do i
2: have to donate for my kid to cover my kids trees oh, or are
1: you kidding me that is the most c- that is the the worst thing you can do for your carbon footprint is have kids but do <laughs> i have
2: to give enough tre- trees to cover my kids or i think
1: it i think it's uh and, they're gonna and, be
2: making more money than i i may why can't they uh, kid-
1: I, I don't know i think you can maybe do a half down it's like sort of like a college investment maybe throw in you know 10 trees on each kid let them
2: them get a job and pay for their own trees you
1: don't know what the economy will be like by then maybe everyone will have a breathing tank on and so work options will be very minimal
2: okay they can pay me back then when they're old yeah that's right and then they're five and seven now so
1: they can buy you back in trees Yeah, yeah instead of savings bonds just get them trees but anyway it's so crazy that no one's talking about team trees
2: I first I've heard. I'm. I'll I'll talk about it now.
1: I'm tree mommy now. (laughs) So um. (laughs) You name your trees? No, I didn't. No, I Mm. just call my like slender man, slender mommy. I just (laughs) call myself things blank mommy. Now it's my thing, tree mommy. So um. All right. Let's go down to the into the ravine, like the kids of DeGrassi, next generation, and go into the scene.
2: Just so they they just sort of found out, There's a there's a hole. Let's just. We can just throw a body in that, right?
1: Yeah. A body
2: they, will fit in that ravine.
1: It's silly. It's like how to not get away with murder. <laughs> yeah. uh, 5631 to
0: 5944. Sorry to haul you all the way out here. I rode up with Deputy Fields. If I had known, I would have worn different shoes. What do we got? The
2: jogger over there found the body around 8 this morning. It was a white male, approximately 40 years old, with multiple stab wounds to the abdomen. From the looks of it, it was a pretty vicious attack.
0: You think he was killed up here? No. Found drag marks off the trail with footprints. Body was definitely dumped. Coroner puts the time of death around midnight. Don't people move up here to get away from this kind of thing? Yes? Olivia Craner? Yes? I'm Detective Sato. This is my partner Detective Curlin with the Homicide Division.
4: What's this about?
0: We have some news about your husband. May we come inside?
3: Yes, of course. I was uh, just about to do some laundry. What are you doing home so early?
0: I just got a call from Derek. He said Noah was missing, so I came to see if you're okay.
3: Yeah. I'm okay, but I have a question for you. Why does your shirt from last night reek of Giselle's perfume?
0: I ran into her at a gas station on the way to town. She gave me a hug, hello. You know how much perfume she wears.
3: Right. How convenient. And somehow you forgot to tell me that you're helping her with that lawsuit? Was she a part of your business trip, too? And what is this?
0: Why are you checking up on me? What is this all about? (laughs) Who is it? Good afternoon, Mr. and Mrs. Malik. I'm Detective Sato. This is my partner, Detective Curlin with the Homicide Division. We'd like to ask you some questions about your neighbor, Noah Craner. Sure. Come on in, Detectives. Please. A jogger found Mr. Craner's body up on the ridge this morning. He had been stabbed to death sometime last night. That's horrible. His wife, Olivia Craner, mentioned that you and Mr. Craner had a heated argument two nights ago where you threatened to kill him. Look yes no one i did have an argument and unfortunately things were said on both sides but that's all i mean it was it was forgotten about right afterwards yes it's also unfortunate that two days later he's found dead in the nearby mountains
1: So Lori tries to tell the cops about the stalking that had gone on or whatever, and they're like, "Well, why didn't you ever report it?" And that this sucks because, like, that's also something that's like difficult in retrospect. If if they had only known how blatant it was, it's also you know what it, I it's mean? also
2: a timeline question. It's like she's, so why didn't you ever report?" It? It's like, "Well, it it, it happened uh, an Today. hour ago, <laughs> yeah. like, and then yeah. he was murdered." Like. 15 minutes ago
1: so the cops outwardly ask if there if it was before or after the circle of trust party so the police know about the circle of trust so
2: who who told the police about the circle of trust i'm thinking
1: olivia just spilled the beans because olivia has a plan we'll find out later on that could not possibly happen if she wasn't ever really fully a full member of the circle of just
2: i'm just we'll we'll come back to this but just uh, plant in your mind but is olivia's plan is olivia just a pawn in rachel's plan
1: possibly for, for reasons
2: that will become very clear possibly Indeed.
1: um so the cops uh confirmed that laurie was at home and that um her husband was in san diego so they talk um they're like you know what you need to talk to our lawyer moving forward his name is Derek adams um, They stopped to ask Greg about his hand, but he's like, just call Derek Adams. So when they get back inside, she's like, Grant, did you kill someone? And he's like, listen, you're being ridiculous. But moving forward, we can't talk to the cops because they can use anything <laughs> we say against us. And Lori's like, why both of us? Um <laughs> I didn't do anything, but don't fucking talk to the cops, okay? A <laughs> cannon will be used against us. So before he calls Derek, he tells Lori. you Laurie, know wives,
2: they send wives to jail with their husbands now?
1: It's 100%. So before he calls Derek, he tells Lori that the police clearly suspect them. Duh. Um, but he doesn't know what Olivia, and he doesn't know what Olivia said, but he can guarantee that they'll come back for evidence. Grant is in the shower that night, and Lori goes into his phone. He has no messages at all. Like uh, yeah. the man's never gotten a text, the um, one. and that doesn't make her suspicious for some reason. Um, but I do like <laughs> he had an unlocked phone, yeah. so he tells her that she can have the bed that night. He'll sleep downstairs
2: on the t- on the two seat couch. Uh,
1: strange, he doesn't have a taste for sharing the bed after he murdered someone. Like I'm like, why would you leave her tonight?
2: Strange in a in a in a four bedroom house, you need to sleep on the. The, the The only other alternative is a couch downstairs. Also. It's
1: also like if you didn't murder someone, then why wouldn't I want you to be up here with me if there's a murderer on the loose? <laughs> like <laughs> if you're not the murderer, who's the one on the loose? So um, she's like, you know what? I think you were with Giselle that night. We never should have gone to that party. It destroyed everything we built together. And then in the morning, we start with the sound, I fear, more than any other. It's literally my worst nightmare of a sound. 102.47 to 103.26.
3: Grant, wake up. What's going on? Grant, what is happening?
0: We've got a search warrant signed by a judge. I think you'll find everything in order, Counselor.
3: Can they
0: do this? Yes, they can. I need you both to stay in the living room while I execute this warrant. Thank you for your cooperation. Taking my car as evidence. Yeah, Derek, it's Grant. They're here with a search warrant and a team of deputies.
1: I don't know if I should have done a trigger warning for that, like for anyone who's (laughs) ever been poor or Catholic or afraid of the police, because like I literally, (laughs) the idea of a like a, just a, someone rapping on my door, like early in the morning, like saying we have a warrant. I jumped. I don't know if you saw it. I physically yeah. jumped when that we was heard a, it. Was
2: a, was a serious knock. Detector, ha- Detective yes. Sato's uh, knocking skills are are not to be underestimated.
1: That's I think the audition for the job as Cue- a police officer.
2: Queuing up, perhaps Grant's strangest logical leap of this entire show. Uh, there, about when they repossess his car. Or when they take his car. When he's
1: in. like, I have to use your car tomorrow.
2: The 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 reason they have to stay together. or are we are we getting ahead of ourselves here.
1: Well, later on, he's like, Ooh, no, like, I need to use your car. <laughs> <It's>
2: <laughs> they, 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 yeah, he's saying, you can't, you can't leave me. I don't have a car. I have a meeting in the morning.
1: Well, this is like the post-Uber society <laughs> oh of it all, where I'm like, not only are you driving yourself to and from a sex party sober, but, like, there's no world in which you can survive unless your wife, who's in danger, leaves her car. Well,
2: it stays, not not just leaves her car, stays with you.
1: Yes. Keeps and- your
2: marriage intact so that you can have access to her car. That's
1: how it works <laughs> from what I know. I haven't been married myself, but that's my loose understanding. Um, so these cops take everything, laptops, they take the knives off the counter, they find shoes in the trash, which like, come on, man. <laughs> How many, you don't have to even watch a law and order SVU You didn't know that the, your trash outside of your house is not where you throw your murder clothes. Um, Lori's packing up. She says she's going to go spend some time over at her sister's house. Um, she can't leave until, like, he's like, no, you can't leave till they figure this out. And she's like, listen, I don't trust you anymore. And I don't want to be in this house. And then this is where he's like, well, I need your car for work. So she's like, you know what? Why don't you have a, why don't you have Derek drive you to work? Take a cab. Or ask Giselle. Um So he's leaving for work the next day when the cops roll up on him and arrest him for the murder of Noah Kramer. He tells his lawyer friend to call Derek. He knows his rights. In jail later, he tells Lori behind some glass, uh, some stuff. Now... This is pretty savvy for a local jail to have, like, a glass divider yeah. wall. And also, isn't everything on these conversations recorded? Yes. So, like, <laughs> the- he basically step-by-step step admits what happens. Which, by the way, let's say he is being truthful. This is his best defense.
2: Um, the story
1: he lays out, if the cops are listening, is a pretty good defense.
2: But uh, still wearing the giant Band-Aid with the blood with the stain on the outside right. that... No one in the search warrant uh
1: It's a process. knee bandage. like That's like <laughs> what you put on a little kid when they skin their knees. But just this
2: tiny little blood stain on it. So how how long has it been since since the murder? And based
1: yeah. on the wear and tear, unless, I mean, this man is probably washing his hands 10 times a day so, here, based here, on the wear of that.
2: Here's the question, though. Did they shoot this scene like 10 minutes after they shot the other? Or when they were shooting this scene, did they say... Oh, he needs to have a giant Band-Aid with a blood I think stand. they
1: put it on him on day one um, and said, like, don't take this off until we're done.
2: That, that like, be,
1: I think the actor genuinely wore this Band-Aid that, for four that, days. Because, like, see the brownness around the edges? Yeah, yeah, That implies it's lifting up a little bit. Like, there's something going on there. They
2: say, wear it home. It will get some verisimilitude in the wear and tear. Yeah. Because it's going to be important that you're still wearing. That might
1: be the most method the giant, and organic thing in this whole movie. Is like just wear the band-aid the for giant four days. The band
2: with the blood stain on the outside.
1: It's just like a streak of it, too. Just <laughs> yeah. like a little nail polish streak. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a jail uh, behind the glass that normally only takes place in state prisons. They have this conversation 105.07 to 107.12.
0: I am so sorry for all of this. Can you ever forgive me?
3: Derek told me that they found your footprints at the crime scene. And Noah's blood in your car. What really happened that night? The truth.
0: After we got off the phone, I drove home. And when I got home, I found Noah dead on the rug. And I found you lying on the couch. And next to you on the coffee table, I found a bloody knife. So I dragged Noah's dead body out to the back, put him in my trunk, and drove up to the canyon, and I dumped his body. That's where I got the scratch. I did all of this to protect you, Lori.
3: I didn't kill him. I know. Were you with Giselle that
0: night? On my way down to San Diego, I stopped by her house in the desert. I lied to you. I cheated on you. I betrayed you. I'm so sorry, Lori. I have no excuse.
3: So then who killed Noah? Noah. And who drugged me?
0: Giselle told me that her and Noah had an affair last year. She also told me that she borrowed some money from him. And when she told him she couldn't pay him back, he started to harass her and stalk her. Does that sound familiar?
3: you think that Giselle has something to do
1: with this? I don't know. Maybe. Well, I didn't expect any of that. No, I have that, to say, once once Lifetime thinks that they got like once you <laughs> think you got Lifetime, that's when they surprise you.
2: See, th- th- this is the point I think where the f- the original ending was at, at at this point, someone comes out and tells her she's been dead all along, and, and this is and, and 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 then we we go into the real story. Um, the you know maybe she she probably she probably died during the miscarriage sorry to say oh
1: god i mean <laughs> yeah
2: it, it makes sense that that's this uh, is
1: a parallel universe uh, version of the movie and, up
2: and that this was this this is now what they had to think when, <laughs> is when that Le-
1: how she died in up she
2: <laughs> <miscarried>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. Can anyone tell? I've only did, seen they, the first twelve did, minutes of <laughs> Up. They were told they, they 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 were unable to have have <laughs> children of their own, uh in uh, Um, but she, <laughs> this is the ending that they clearly tacked on after Lifetime said, "No, you can't." <laughs> We don't make movies about people finding out they're actually been.
1: Right. Been, they uh, were really like, used. you wish, bitch, <laughs> <Yeah>. go <laughs> go back just and find a way she, to make this someone else's fault. A
2: stalker and a killer and the husband's involved. Just just do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Lori confronts Giselle at like, I don't know, like some hot dog stand. Like she just finds her like out on the street. Yeah. And she's like, "Where were you on the night of Noah's murder?" And Gis- Giselle's like, "I was with my husband." Like, she just <laughs> takes this question. Uh,
2: just for Giselle is just it's, it's just so abused by this whole community.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, Giselle's like, "I knew it. I fucking knew it was a matter of time till this got pinned on me." Everything um, else does. Yeah. So Lori asks her husband if um if her husband knows that she was having an affair with Grant or Noah, um. She's like, did you hear anything about Olivia going to Rachel last week and asking her for comps on her house? So Giselle's telling her, listen, here's the real tea, honey. Olivia, across the street from you, trying to sell her house, getting real cozy with that life insurance policy, okay? Olivia is not exactly the most pure-blooded person you've ever met. And by the way, Rachel is is helping her and not telling well, you. Oh yes,
2: so they go back, and what does she see on her lawn staring out at her A for
1: sale sign with
2: whose picture rich looking right out at her who so, got the goddamn listing here
1: yeah she it got all, she got the listing it all
2: falls into place doesn't it
1: it does i wish that we knew the <laughs> original real estate agent
2: <laughs> uh who who sold them their who ushered there?
1: them into this community yeah. like when this woman struck like because i mean i assume that the the house was brought into their life post miscarriage so that it could like breathe some fresh life, and then I want to know: was this woman poaching couples at the hospital?
2: That could. How be. How far
1: back does this sick game go?
2: Yeah, we we have a we have a house where yeah four children just died, and uh,
1: yeah, I mean they don't they 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 want childless couples in this community. <laughs> it's sick. By the way, you guys. Greatest five stars on iTunes. So (laughs) Lori's husband is in jail for the murder of her husband. Uh, for fuck's sake, I write here, I don't know why. Oh, because Lori like goes over there to talk to her. Like this is a whole other unaddressed thing. So there's this one woman, Olivia, right? Her husband's dead. Across the street is Lori. Lori's husband's in jail for the murder of that awaiting trial. But the evidence, all evidence, which, by the way, I would like to point out that it seems like Derek broke attorney-client privilege to let her know that whatever whatever it was that she came to jail and busted him with, that was from Derek's mouth, and it doesn't sound like something that she would have consented to being told.
2: The twists are coming so fast now, it's... Uh-
1: but anyway, I'm thinking, what is this day-to-day life like? Like, at any point, can someone get a Holiday in room? Can we go back <laughs> to the motel where Noah fucking died? Like, can we go back to any of these places where she can maybe stay? That sh- these two women who are part of a terrible situation are not living across the street from each other. Yeah. Olivia or Lori, one of them's got to go. Um. so Lori goes right across the street to ask Olivia if she can talk one hundred eight forty three to one hundred ten fifty one.
3: 51 Lori Olivia how you doing? I'm okay what do you want? can we talk?
4: you have some nerve coming over here after your husband killed my Noah for all I know you helped him go home
3: look you're wrong okay I know my husband and Grant is not capable of killing anybody take your hand off my door and go. Look, I have proof that somebody else did it. Can I please come in and talk to you about it? Please. Fine. Okay. I'm listening. I know that Giselle was having an affair with Noah. (sighs) You've been talking to Rachel, the gossip queen. Listen, I think that Giselle killed Noah because he was harassing her about money that she owed him. That's your proof? Neighborhood gossip? Come on. You had to know about the affair. My private life is my business. Giselle was having an affair with my husband, too. And she told him a few important things, like... How she was trying to get Noah into a trap so she could kill him. I guess the threats and the
4: harassment was getting to be too much for her. Then why did the police have enough evidence to arrest your husband? Because Giselle set him up. Excuse me, I have to take this.
3: Hey.
4: Yeah, not until the life insurance policy pays out. Yeah, I know. Let me call you back. I have to take care of something.
1: When you're looking through four windows, that's when your house has is too big and very strangely planned. Like, when you literally have... When you look through multiple windows to see... To I see mean, another
2: wing of your house.
1: Yeah. I mean, this whole house, though, is built so strangely. Like, this place looks like it was built for, like... Um, like, with a built-in mother-in-law suite. But
2: <laughs> well, we never
1: see the dungeon. Because it has, like, a full-blown... Like, it's not a frontal, like, wrap around porch. It's just, like, the whole front is a porch yeah. on both levels. And then, I don't know, it's just mad flat. So, anyway, she's digging around through this shit in her house. She finds um, a passport and a pamphlet for Puerto <laughs> Vallarta, which is such an 80s way to communicate yeah. that someone's planning on escaping somewhere. <laughs> like... In an – eight, like, literally no one has had a travel brochure in 20 years.
2: <laughs> travel brochure? When
1: was the last time you saw a fucking travel brochure?
2: <laughs> I stopped in at the travel agent's office and said, can you give me some brochures and places I can go to forget?
1: I God, <laughs> do you remember when vacation planning was that complicated yet simple? Like, where you'd go and you'd just look at some brochures and you'd be like, hmm. Okay, I think Puerto Vallarta is where it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Not Cabo. I looked through Cabo. Don't love the offerings there. Bahamas, been there before. Uh, You know, this, I mean, Puerto Vallarta as well is like a good alternative brochure. Like that was the fourth one she handed her. Um, yeah. But God bless. That sounds fun. Olivia brings her, she drugs a couple, or she drugs a mug of coffee and then brings it into the living room and it's like, Lori, I made you a coffee. Um, just as Lori starts to raise it right to her lips, uh, Lori—that's oh, like
2: Lori's about to drink. The, Lori's gonna I'm drink so the. I'm so fucking
1: dumb. Right <laughs> before the the coffee, yeah. w- we see the fucking the evidence, which yeah. is that there's a photo of Olivia and oh, yeah. Noah on the um, like little f- hutch that it's on. Where she's wearing a big fucking the tacky, charm so not Olivia, which makes me wonder who is Olivia. Yeah, you know, like that charm bracelet is totally out of character. Meanwhile, this woman's smart enough to frame twelve people, but like she is too dumb to take off a charm bracelet during a murder. <laughs> to me, that seems like the worst accessory to possibly wear to a murder. Um,
2: and and she's a doctor. Uh, so That's so. like
1: a, a a young adult. Mystery book is like the charm bracelet mystery. It's but like
2: even having found the the Forte <laughs> Vallarta travel insurance travel brochure and the life insurance policy, Laurie is still about to drink the cup of coffee that that Olivia gives her. Like yeah, she has no qualms about drinking. Uh.
1: When like drinking has been ninety percent of her problems in this movie. By the way, another thing I noticed in this movie which is that, like, you know, in a lot of these movies, sometimes it will be, there will be, like, excessive drinking, like a, a Hayley Duff movie we did, came like, comes right to mind. But <clears throat> there was a lot of drinking in this movie. Like, for characters in these movies, typically alcohol isn't the beverage they go to and they don't go to, like, celebratory drinks. They drank every single night in this movie, which almost surprised me a little bit and made me wonder if that's another... Like by not having children, and if that was another way,
0: Interesting, because yeah. there's
1: not a lot of movies that aren't about drinking that ends with a, like a character having a drink every night.
2: They're they're living a uh, extreme lifestyle out here.
1: I know. Glass I just the wine
2: before bed. Uh.
1: I mean, I'm um, by the way, I don't I don't think that's extreme, but I know for most of America that is actually considered quite. Ex- this is binge drinking. They do. Huh. There's 24 seven binge drinking. Okay, Sorry. so um. Just – she raised the cup to her mouth. Her sister arrives and she's like, oh, got to go. So Lori um asks her sister to do the lookout where well, she goes across the street and she's going to hunt around in Olivia's house. But her sister needs to create a diversion. Her sister goes, why don't you call the police? She goes, what am I supposed to do? Call the police and say I saw a suspicious looking bracelet in a picture? <laughs> yes, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like, yes. Be like, my husband's in jail. I, I should t- probably tell you now I've had this charm sitting at my house. I didn't know what it was. Now I see it's in Olivia's picture. Maybe there's something going on here. Yes, Lori, call the fucking police and do that. But instead she makes her sister I found
2: it after a person was murdered in my living room.
1: Right. She makes her sister make a menacing phone call to Olivia to scare her, which I'm sure is also a crime. 11301 to 11339.
4: It's okay. You can do this. Hello. Uh,
1: don't talk. Just listen. I know you killed your husband, Noah.
4: Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was out for a walk that night, and I saw you leave Lori's house. Who is this? We can talk about that later. Meet me at the coffee kiosk, 20 minutes. Why would I do that? Because you don't want me talking to the police, do you? Kat, that was perfect.
3: I don't think she's gonna fall for it. I told you, look, she's leaving.
1: I have a lot of cousins and I've watched enough Kardashians despite having no sisters. I have seen enough of that to know that that is exactly, if I was on the receiving end of a cat's phone <laughs> call there, I would be like, this is a little sister. <laughs> whose big sister is forcing them to make a fake phone call.
2: <laughs> like, that's exact.
1: Like, listen to me. No, just do it. I have some bad information on you. Like, she just makes the worst phone call. Now, I do want to know, because this is tricky, because Olivia certainly pulls that car out of the driveway. She leaves. She takes the bait. And um it is nice Heads to... down Im- to
2: the coffee kiosk.
1: It's nice to imagine a world in which she... Like actually left her house in fear like that, but of course that's not what happens. But it's nice to imagine a world in which she dropped whatever she was doing and got in her car and drove to the coffee. Nice to imagine a world
2: where where blackmailers have you meet them at the coffee kiosk instead of in some
1: random parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, if I murdered, if I knew information about a murder, I'd I'd be like, meet me at the Americana. Like, meet me at the
2: coffee kiosk, and how do you take your latte?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, my God. I don't know why every time I think of the Americana, I want a hot dog, but I do. (laughs) I think it's because of the Nathan's there, even though I've never had a hot dog there. I just, like, (laughs) fantasize about eating a hot dog. The most garbage food. Hot dog? Uh, I love a hot dog.
2: Hot dogs are great. You know what I don't like? like. I don't don't want to think about it too much. I don't like a
1: beef, Frank. Okay? I want all the pig parts. No, the beef tastes weird to me. Because I didn't come to a hot dog for, like, a beefy taste. I came for the party of a fucking probably awful the worst thing you can eat
2: I feel like it's about the toppings and the 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 con it, with 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 a hamburger I actually want to taste the burger and and I want the the the, the toppings to mm-hmm. be fairly sparse uh but but with a uh with a hot dog I feel like it's you want the onions you want the mustard Are
1: butter. you an impossible burger bitch son because I feel like that's what the problem is with the impossible burgers most people are like I don't want to eat Meat. I don't want a connection of meat like that. And I'll say that I also don't eat burgers with the intention of like, mm, I want some meat. You know.
2: What, what, like, are, so, what are you looking for in a burger then?
1: Um, the experience of like the bread, some meat. Like, I mean, I guess I it could know. be chicken. I like the idea that it's beef. This I like is the way that incorrect. tastes. And then I want like pickles and like fucking. Ketchup and mustard and onions and like tomato.
2: Everything else should be a very minor note to the to, to the you're burger here for the itself. Beef. The burger itself should be the the major note, and and you want the bread to be as subtle and almost
1: indistinct as I possible. like. I like an indistinct bread. I don't want to be like, hey, welcome to the bread party. I think one bread that I really like. I'm gonna get some hate for this in the comments. Retweet if you're angry. I. Think that English muffins are some of the best burger buns.
2: Wow! Fight um, me. I can, <laughs> I can. I can see the case. I mean, I can't fight. <laughs> listen, I, I'm. I'm a. I'm a fan of the patty melt, which uh, comes on rye bread, which is not That's what you fine. think of as a traditional burger. See, bun, as so. an
1: English muffin girl, I can't really be offended because I know my choice is controversial. While and it's also correct. You
2: have to have. Um, ch- you have to have cheddar cheese with that.
1: No, I like it. Um, I'm a sicko. I'll tell you my counter order.
2: I'm a yeah. real sick bitch. Uh,
1: I like like a, is it a third or no, like, yeah, a third, whatever, pound of, yeah. um, sometimes I'll do bison, if not ground bison, beef. wow, wow. On an English muffin with some blue cheese crumbles, some pickles, some sprouts.
2: Well, okay, Feel me
1: here. Some extra spicy mustard.
2: We, uh, on an
1: english muffin
2: i i i don't think we're gonna find find a place where, where we can where
1: we don't have to agree
2: i'm I'm not even sure we can agree to disagree on this properly you're it's, like uh, upset the, I, uh, that, that that that's not how a burger is done i'm sorry
1: Melissa. but one question real quick um is the hot dog a sandwich
2: no, it's a hot dog. It's not see, a sandwich. It's Okay, see that's
1: where we can know, find absolutely. some common ground. Absolutely, <laughs> He's sweating.
2: The, the, <laughs> um, and I'll say this also: the, the 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 English muffin has to be properly grilled, so it's not too too tough. Oh yeah, well, God, yeah, it's, it's not a, a
1: toasted ass English muffin. It's like a it's a mixture.
2: All right, all it's right. like
1: a little no. It's you don't no. But although if someone did that on a summer day, if it was quick backyard hamburgers with a slice of cheddar on it, and it was kind of a harder, crunchy, grilled um, English muffin. I think I could be down with that. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Is it America's notion of a burger? No, I don't think so, but it's mine. Okay, she's dragged her sister into this shit, which is fucking insane. I'm pretty sure her sister has committed a crime as well. Olivia's speeding right out of that driveway to go meet an anonymous person who sounded exactly like someone's little sister making a phone call. Mm-hmm. Lori goes through the back door, and she's now breaking and entering. So she's also now. Now they're like, okay, we're gonna see. Lori's problem is, is like, just don't cr- commit any other crimes. Like, if you're gonna be lame, be lame, but don't <laughs> go back and crime back. Like, you gotta get involved or don't. So, Cat's watching out the window for her sister when Olivia comes up behind her and whacks her in the head with uh, I'm, those I'm fucking also golf in- clubs.
2: What uh, Lori, having found the insurance policy the the travel brochure and the passport what what is she still missing here that uh what what is the 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 piece of evidence that's going to take this case over the top she
1: about? wants to see if she can find the actual bracelet itself
2: oh well that that'll that'll <laughs> change the whole uh...
1: i mean to be honest Based off off the crime that her husband is being sort of the case that he's being held up against, things aren't looking good for Grant. They're not. The odds that the police will take her flimsy evidence, which is like, my neighbor whose husband died um, tragically is moving, and she might be moving out of the country, and also she cashed in the insurance policy, which, like, most people have an insurance policy on their significant other. And, like... Oh, I found a heart bracelet that was probably mass produced, and like at you know every single Bloomingdale's in the country, I found a piece of that charm there. Like, there's no. a variety of especially when they have stuff from the previous owner around. That's a very flimsy case they have. So if I was the police, I'd be like, no, I just want to get this case done. I'm going to put Grant in jail. Like, there's too another many another holes for, to poke.
2: Another route for Lori saying, okay. My the neighbor's wife killed my stalker and my cheating husband is going to go to jail for it. Well, I can live with that.
1: Am I Marshall Clark?
2: The, what? The, Am I Marshall Clark? You might be. <laughs>
1: Did I miss my calling? Did I ever tell you that I, uh, well, why would I have told you this, let alone anyone? I got, um, <laughs> we had to do a mock debate, jun- uh, I think junior year of high school to like, in like some legal class. And, like, I took it so seriously that the law students that came from a local college were upset. And one student even cried because I poked so many holes in her argument. And then when the teacher was like, Molly, you don't have to take it that seriously, I was like, it's not my fault she put together a lazy defense. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like... When, like, can you imagine, like, out of all the time and, and obsession that I have in the world going up against me in a fucking low-stakes yeah. <laughs> mock um, debate?
2: I can't. I would love to see that.
1: So dark. It's like this podcast, but from a 17-year-old. Yeah. So... um Lori spots the necklace in the house or the bracelet in the house and gets a picture of it before she can let herself out Olivia comes up behind her and injects her with something and so she whispers to her my sister my sister is watching and she goes not anymore and then we see Olivia dragging her body into the car Kat is just waking up on the floor and realizing she's covered in blood as Olivia is like just flying down the highway going God knows where she tries calling her sister but no one answers she runs across the street to find her but there is no answer so I I love the thoroughness of her just like not taking her being whacked and on the floor is like enough of a sign that she should call the police she wants to go make sure that her sister's not still fucking around in the neighbor's house before she does it why didn't you call the police detective
2: sato is a very reasonable man he's
1: okay so then um Oh, also, by the way, like, let's just throw out that she's going to her desert house. So depending on where she's living, if we think she's living anywhere near she is, that she that is like an hour and a half away. But she so that means she was knocked out for a good hour. (laughs) I don't know a lot about being knocked out by blunt objects, but I will say that if I had to assume an hour means you're dead.
2: Yeah. I think
1: you got like 10 minutes to wake up from a blunt doctor yeah, tr- yeah you know
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um i think doctors write in leave a comment so um yeah when she wakes up uh with her mouth taped shut she hears the sound of shattering glass everywhere it's olivia she's trashing a home One eighteen twenty-one to one nineteen twenty-five.
4: desert house followed Noah out here when he'd sneak off to be with her. Nobody's going to find us. So shame what happened with Kat. She ran out of lives. Yours is a tragic little story, too. You found out that Grant was cheating on you with Giselle and in a jealous rage, you came out here to confront her. But there was a struggle and she killed you. It's not how I originally planned it. You were supposed to be arrested. I know it's murder, but your husband came home and ruined everything. It all worked out anyway. He's in jail, you're dead. Giselle will be arrested for killing you, and I it will be long gone.
1: So, <laughs> she cuts herself free from this uh, this thing. I think this is great. We love we love this common move in any sort of woman being taped up thing. You got to find a sharp pointy thing.
2: Good thing she broke a vase right next to her. Uh.
1: I mean, thank, literally, thank God for all the fucking pointy things and all the dumbass criminals in this world that allow this to happen in so many occasions. Um but okay, you had never heard the term "desert house" before. I've
2: never heard anybody I, say I have a desert house. Oh, I've, I've so say, heard. I've heard that. people say I have a house in Palm Springs, or uh, I goes, have a
1: house out in the desert.
2: Heard say I have a house out in the desert. I've never heard anybody say my desert house.
1: I think that I'm partial because I like where I'm from. Everyone says beach house. Yeah, beach house I've heard beach but house never- is more like shacky like a fucking cape cod house where like same thing with the Joshua Treehouse which is just like sort of like or lake it's not house. a big deal it's just the desert house it's just it's yeah. just the desert house yeah. you know what i mean so she tries to break out of the back door but she can't she hears the phone ringing over and over and she grabs it it's from it's her phone and um i guess it's an olivia's purse and just then olivia realizes that she's missing but she's on the phone long enough to say that she's at Giselle's house in the desert. This is what she tells the cops. The cops are calling her from her sister's cell phone. <laughs> and like the amount of data they use on this girl's phone. Because if if she – they're just like, just don't hang up. Basically, they're like, just stay on the phone. She's like, it's Olivia. She's trying to kill me. So, of course, this is a great moment in every movie where they get the whole confession while the cops are listening. Um, 12040 to 12223.
4: Why are you doing this? Why did you kill Noah? He forced me to go to those parties. Continue to have affairs with some of those women. I suffered for years with that humiliation. And I knew you would be his next conquest. So the night your husband left, I followed him to your house. I saw him break in, hide around the corner when you came downstairs. After Noah drugged you, He waited till you passed out, and then he made his move, but so did I. You're a murderer. You're gonna go to jail. Don't judge me. You have no idea what Noah was really like. His verbal and physical abuse. It's been going on for years. He's been horrible to me. He treated me like I was his property. After I found out about the divorce and that he was gonna leave me with nothing, I had to survive. You would have done the same thing
1: no i'm not like you she fucking knocked her out with a fruit bowl
2: why does giselle have a bowl of plastic fruit on her is giselle 90 years old
1: I mean, my mom loves fake fruit. It's for her. It's like kind of a kinky, not kinky, uh, kitschy sort of fetish. Sorry. My mind is in the wrong place. (laughs) Um, it's like a kitschy sort of thing. My mom fucking loves fake fruit. I think that fruit was, we were supposed to think it was real, but they just couldn't buy it. Wait, one thing I want to say though is like, that's the lifetime of it where like we're, we all honestly now feel bad for Olivia as well. We start to see Olivia's side. She was like, This silent woman who was forced to sit in, Mm. like, a cubby while her husband ate with the rest of the, like, guests. Like, she was really like beaten down and forced into this sex club. Like in some ways, Olivia is just a manifestation of the worst kind of victim there is. She's become an abuser because she was abused. Like this is where lifetime sort of gets you where like you manage to feel for every woman in a given situation. Yeah. We feel for Giselle. Okay. There she Olivia like Giselle is so poorly thought of that Olivia is like, well, we'll just dump her at the local horse house out in the <laughs> desert and everyone will believe it. It was her because she's, like, just fucking boring-ass Giselle. Certainly couldn't be me, the woman who recently moved to Puerto Vallarta, my <laughs> husband's life insurance policy. Like, these movies are all about, always, all about, like, some sort of, like, shattered image of what women look like in various scenarios.
2: Yeah, well, when when a circle of trust com- comes up in your neighborhood...
1: You gotta be uh, careful and make sure you don't know any Rachels.
2: Lives are gonna be ruined, in every every direct no one no one will go untouched by this.
1: And you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe I am wrong for blaming Rachel more than Victoria Pope.
2: Well, the the, the Rach- Rachel's work is not done here. All right, there's a there's a coda on this oh yeah
1: no rachel's not done no well, no
2: i mean but within the there's there's there rachel has a scene to come still here Abby. oh no i know
1: i will see that i say i saw some irony in her saying that i'm nothing like you immediately after beating her over the head with a fruit bowl yeah. which is actually a very olivia thing to do mm-hmm. um i uh am kind of shocked at how this played out um
2: the, uh, I, I, I am
1: stunned a little <laughs>
2: The, the the finale or the the
1: just like I didn't expect when this movie started and I didn't expect it ending here.
2: No, no, it was the I it,
1: I like for that. I gotta say applause. I I, to them. Wait,
2: I, I gotta say when, when yeah when the scene happened uh, comes with Grant. I was like I was like really I.
1: I wrote, um, once the police pull up, uh, she's like running out of the house and we see Olivia getting arrested. And I wrote in my notes that this is one of those classic, like burn your whole life down movies where the lead has no choice except to completely start again. Like they've yeah. lost everything that meant anything yeah. to them. Like. Anything they cherished or held dear or any routines or traditions that they hope to carry on into their future, it's now broken yeah. that's always a devastating end for me. um she and her husband uh Grant, who's now been freed from prison, are sitting outside on a rock, and um basically she's told him she wants a divorce she she's he's signing the papers he says thank you for doing it this way instead of going through lawyers, she he appreciates that. And I I love that, like as a lawyer, that he is like, yeah. Thanks for just not dealing doing a lawyer. Yeah. Like I can't handle that shit. I was like, T read lawyers. Yeah. So and
2: even after all this, there's no putting it back together again. It's 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 something.
1: Do you think one of the writers well, of this movie was fucked over in a divorce and, like, that's why they kind of, like, wanted to point out that even lawyers yeah. think divorce, divorce that, lawyers that are stupid. Be, that could
2: be. It's, um,
1: uh, just a thought. Um, so she's like, he's like, listen, I'm really sorry for the way that everything worked out. And She's like, we just need time to heal and move on with our lives. So she's given Rachel the listing on the fucking house. She's gonna move back in with yeah, her that, sister, sort of rebuild her life.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, you just you just you just glossed over that. Rachel's last line there: "Thanks for the listing." Hmm. Thanks It'll, for the listing. That that is when the the music should go up the the the, 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 the demonic music and it it all fell in place first. Rachel got not
1: You know what I love is Rachel that initially a did, lifetime executive could have made that call <laughs> yeah. even at, without their permission and yeah. just done it as a creative choice and they didn't do that and you chose to go there.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like you went there. Exactly. Like that's so true, man. Yeah.
2: It's uh, the the uh, so another version of this: Rachel was sitting when when they moved into the when they moved into the house at the beginning. Rachel had to just sit there and watch them. Her husband, a, part, a, a law partner of her husband, buy a house that was listed from somewhere else. Someone else, and she said, "Not in my neighborhood. Never again." God damn it! Mm-mm. And and at the end of this movie, she lists not just that. Not only is she. Putting that listing she's that house, both but the house across the street too.
1: Well, I will say though, my next note in this. Well, first of all, Rachel's like, <laughs> remember, uh, you're never a stranger in this neighborhood. You're always welcome. And Rachel's like, would you kill me if I never came back? Um, I have to say, my first thought is like, <laughs> she's going to take a hit on both of those houses. Huge time because not only is there like a murder in one of them and it can like a convict like a someone who was on trial a dead body in one house yeah, the other have, house under holds California a murder law
2: you have to reveal that
1: all of that has to be revealed and by the way it's not exactly like no one in this like neighborhood can like Anyone in this neighborhood can shut their fucking mouths. Like all, all these chatty Cathys. Yeah,
2: the 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 guy from next door who showed up when when when. Do
1: you think Rachel? I mean, I think Rachel is actually evil enough that she would be able to keep it under wraps that this happened as much as possible. But once they moved in, be like, you know what happened, right? It all happened because they came to our circle of trust party. Like, by the way, you guys. She would actually probably target in. By the way, what are you what are you doing tonight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. you guys have any plans? She's real sick like that, and she would also would probably deny happily married couples, people mm-hmm. with children, people that won't allow her to live her fucking devil driven lifestyle yeah, yeah she's a a devil person <laughs> um so uh anyway, um. I wrote, feels like the circle of trust has been violated. Uh, (laughs) That was my final thought on this movie. It truly has. I loved this movie. I thought it was – I thought actually for – I typically avoid these movies because I think they're going to really just be not there for me. Like I'm not going to be like – have the spirit of it. But Sexy November has not let down. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I would have never watched this movie if you didn't pick it. <laughs> Straight <laughs> A's to Triple X. I've actually seen a few times, but this movie I would have never picked if you hadn't recommended it. And I'm honestly so thankful you picked it.
2: Well, I, you know, I, I'm I'm not a person who uh, I'm not a person who's comfortable being parts of part of groups. I don't I don't like being part of I groups. I What I I don't like I, whenever I I realize that that I've fallen into a group. I I I become very. I, I leave that. it. I flee immediately. So I'm always, uh, you know, at, at work. Whenever they say we're doing some sort of, uh, we're all, happy we're all, hour. we're all yeah, we're having a happy hour. We're all going to do this this weekend. I I think that they're like half quarter of a step away from like making a pact to kill somebody, like that, like that, that murder murder. But and and this. So I'm I'm in, I was in, I'm intrigued by uh things about groups and and that especially God,
1: I wish I could remember who it was who said this on Twitter this year but it's like whenever someone at work starts to run like the we're all a family narrative it's their way of sort of like like sending up a wall of like false loyalty yes to disarm you and i'm like
2: which will it oh
1: god that is absolutely what it is like you're not family like everyone will move on from that job and some people will stay in touch and be friends but probably the people that had somewhat healthy boundaries like it's and even then your your friendship is questionable like, is it a friendship of opportunity or convenience? Like, that's a really scary thing to think about. Um. All right. So I will also say that one other little thing I really liked about this um, IMDb page is that they made it really simple where they just wrote, like, Noah – like uh Lori's boyfriend, like yeah. Olivia, Noah's wife. Yeah, like, they
2: that included that. that w- I found that helpful.
1: They made the relationship 100% clear. And I want to say, I don't know if that's on the behalf of the production company. I assume it is to you. I say shout out. And if that's Ken sitting at home, can I recognize your work in more way than one? All right. So <laughs> Richard, we have to do our scale.
2: Oh, okay. and that's
1: where we decide how lifetime this movie is. So, the way that the scale works is that I'm going to ask you about various categories and aspects of this movie. Yeah. And based on one, which I usually tell people to think of as, like, the finest piece of cinema that they've ever seen for you, do you have an answer, like, at the ready? It's no pressure. Just pick a movie you really love.
2: Uh, Casablanca.
1: Okay. So, that's actually – you're not the first person to pick that, and I like that sure we can t- – it's one of the greatest. We can uh, always anchor that. So,
2: I, 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 it's that's it's my top ten. I don't know if it's my number one.
1: Casablanca but. is one, and the most lifetimey of lifetimes, the five is like Mother May I Sleep with Danger. One of the original, most beloved, most considered benchmark movies of lifetime. So, on a scale of Casablanca to Mother May I Sleep with Danger, is the acting in this movie closer to a one or a five?
2: You know, it it depends whether you take the acting literally. the 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 acting as we saw it, I would I would say is probably closer to a one. But I'm glad
1: I just didn't burn it.
2: But, no, that's
1: a wait. Do you one is the best?
2: One is the best.
1: Yeah, you mean it's closer to a five?
2: Wait, so Casablanca is the worst acting? Or? No,
1: it's the best. It's okay, the okay, number yeah. one. We're we're trying to gain points. We're trying to add up it it's not
2: acting that anyone would uh, normally intentionally replicate but i mean it,
1: th- this is kind of no i think this was a true 5 because there was nothing in here that i was like there was no character that i was like i kind of like the way they turned that line or whatever like there was nothing in that i would say cat brought us really close for that actually i want to back it up and give it a 4.5 because i felt that the actress who played cat did very well
2: the uh, Miss Miss Kapoor Miss Kapoor Miss Kapoor, was, Kapoor was
1: also very convincing as well. You're exactly right. <laughs> the, as well as the neighbor that shuffled out in his uh, flip flops. <laughs>
2: I, I I have to give uh, okay half a point to uh, to, to Jesse Ruda's Grant for for Riverwalk. I love that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I believe that. And also, That's yeah, a- I'll also dedicate part of that point five to Derek and Rachel who were honestly like very much who you would think they were. Yeah. Like they looked like that. They were that believability of the world and characters. So do you think that this is a very believable, like a very like wonderfully done Casablanca? Like you believe that happened in the real world or do you think this is the opposite of that?
2: Um, I believe, I I believe that this is, actually the way the world is if you could peel away the veneer i think this 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 is the world that we would find so this, this
1: is, is a this is a, a one for you or five
2: i'm going to say it's a one i think this you this,
1: think this is this could this, happen and this is real
2: this so it's not it's it's not um you know
1: the you, essence you, of you, it you, is you look real at, you
2: look at monet a Monet, and that's not what Shit. what the cathedral Ron actually looks like, but yet it captures that cathedral more accurately than any photograph. You know
1: what? I'm going to have to give you Good. this. I'm going to have to give you a one on this. I can't believe I'm doing it, but I think that yeah. you might actually, this is a real, like, this is going to wind up fucking up probably the seasons. <laughs> no, but it's true because if I'm really being true, like I agree with you on the Monet theory. I think if you squinted your eyes and like hovered yourself above the earth, this would be suburbs somewhat are, close to it. Let's give it a two. Are actually being- let's give it a two because there's some things here that even if I blurred my eyes and hovered <laughs> above earth, like via a drone, I don't think that I would see some of this.
2: The, but that, but the idea that suburbs are actually run by these secret sex cults is probably is that uh, that sounds right to me
1: all right yeah and i do think this is like the mlm ver- i feel like this is like if lula Roe was a sex cult yeah. you know it just takes over the community creative use of words to avoid censorship so for this this always means like damn it or like darn it or like you know um Son of a beeswax or like, you know, sometimes you come, you hear these things like in movies and uh, it's very obvious that they dodged a swear word. I felt that there was, there was one moment where he said like, you stupid ass or something <laughs> like that. And the way he leaned on it was like, this is the only swear we get the whole movie.
2: When he, when he charges out to, to, to confront Noah and says, yeah, that son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a. Uh, that, I that. feel
1: like in this, it wasn't. It wasn't. No,
2: I don't. I don't feel like there was that. That 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 Let's was. Give it a uh, two.
1: Yeah, dialogue. Um, you know there was some like, and there was some. I would say some clever sort of, quote unquote jokes in here that weren't like the, open our bedroom and adding some other things like. Line that Noah said. That was a slick ass line, especially coming from that guy who could barely say. I. I I'm just glad I didn't burn it.
2: Oh, are you looking for cat? I guess her nine lives are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, she. Ra- oh, you looking for cat? Oh, she ran out of lives. Like, yeah. There's like a couple like little zingers in here. I have to say honestly, for me, this is like a three. Like there was some weak parts, but it was overall pretty good. Wardrobe. This is where we can start like racking up some things. Um I thought it was overall pretty good, but we've got fat ties. That was a big distraction.
2: You got her wearing her wearing a uh, full silk nightgown under her under her dress.
1: Yeah, I mean this was definitely that sort of mid-range half Nordstrom, half Ross dress for less. It's very Nordstrom rack, which I think is a little bit elevated for Lifetime. Um, I'm gonna give it a two because there was no, like, w- no, let's give it a three because of the negligee that like takes us over the top. Hair and makeup. So anything that was really like, I thought Giselle was like a nightmare for hair and makeup. I think they went very over the top and trying to make her look like yeah. a strumpet.
2: They were, they, they, they were slut shaming Giselle. Clearly yeah. with, the, with in the 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 ward and the those choices.
1: Um hair I will say also that Miss Kapur had like a real she had a nice she had nice hair. Like she looked very regal.
2: Um I'd say the, the uh I don't know if to give them points for this or subtract it, but the that um all the men, their hair gel stayed in place while jogging. I think we jogging. love this movie.
1: I'm going to give this a two. I'm just yeah. going to cut ahead to the chase and give it a two. Music. So music, basically, like, a lot of times we love to get a lot of sound-alike songs or we comment on the music if, it, it, music if it's really jarring. Yeah, it like were if it's, doing
2: it. It was very uh, under. There were no songs. It
1: didn't. Uh, yeah, the scoring was minimal. It yeah. didn't stand out too much. It's was, kind of like a two. Yeah. It's a little. It was a little like melodramatic. At least we didn't get like a fake upbeat song. Those are the best. But like, I will say the the sexual haunting music going into the orgy that might have that took me out of it. Crying. Um, for that I'm talking about like that big, like emotional Tori Spelling crying moment. Yeah, which is iconic for.
2: We didn't really get one of those, did we?
1: No, everyone was pretty good about it. I mean, it's kind of a one.
2: Garthartic, yeah.
1: (laughs) We kind of... Okay, so victimization of the female character. This might be... These last few things might be where we get to get some momentum back. (laughs) Because, like, basically this might be, on paper, the best movie, closest to a real movie we've ever watched. (laughs) and i feel like that means we've gone off the deep end.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's what that's also possible. This might
1: be literally the lowest score in the history of the show.
2: Oh.
1: Um <laughs> victimization of the female character. I mean, i think on for me this is a 5. Because again, as i said to you, it's the lifetime moment of it where like somehow you feel so bad for every single woman in it, even Olivia, because she's An abuse abuse victim termed abuser, and that is a very sad position to be in.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll support your.
1: Let's just give it a five. Yeah, (laughs) for the history books, failure and or refusal to jump to a logical conclusion.
2: This (laughs) well, that this
1: category is all about. Should you have called the police back then? Probably uh, uh, a lot of logic.
2: I mean, this 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 doesn't uh, work on the level of logic. So uh, it's a question This is a
1: five for sure
2: Illogical or do you want to call it anti-logical Because again
1: like this is It 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 all sort of Leads back this list is very anchored By failure to Jump to logical conclusion And believability of the world and characters And typically if you have a low Score on that it's like Everything else has to be a mess It's very rare you get a fine film Like this So draw plot lines
2: uh, they. I mean, I obviously we'd like to hear more about Riverwalk. Um, but <laughs> they they just yeah. threw that in. Uh, little more about Miss Kapoor's uh
1: I, her mold, living room. Mold. I'd like to know about who's gonna move in. I'd like to know about honestly. I don't know if it's a drop plot line, but it's a lot of drop suspicions about what the fuck is really going on with, like, how much did he know about this before they moved into the neighborhood? Because you cannot tell me this motherfucker moved in blind. The fact that the
2: circle of trust disappears from the movie 20 minutes in is a... a,
1: Let's give it a three, just because we're holding on to a fucking edge here. All right, so (laughs) font, honestly, the font is another area that we're good, because the title itself was very... (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, it was I,
1: very bland
2: no 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 font problems stuck out for me it's it looked a,
1: like it um well the the font of the movie itself it looked like um it was like a moving image in photoshop okay font is a four i'm gonna list it i'm like nervous to hear what this number is So 36.5 oh a 36.5 isn't bad so
2: where's that uh
1: I mean, I'm not exactly sure where it is in the scape, uh, scope of this season. I probably should have a list. Um, but I kind of just make people go to the website, com, or we announce our winner at the end of the season. Oh. Also, the the scoring thing really came into play when I thought that I was going to do this for just 15 episodes. <laughs> and then now I've been doing it for five seasons. Every season is 15 episodes. There's so enough. um, yeah, I don't, I don't, the scoring is, it's just each season has a Tori Spelling Lifetime Lifetime Achievement Award mm-hmm. for being just like the most banner lifetimey. Um, but yeah. So guys, all of Richard's information you can find in the description of the show. Um, you will know how to do that. You have an amazing newsletter that you – I think, honestly, I was telling you before we started this, I think you invented the newsletter format.
2: Very kind. Uh,
1: To be honest, you were the first person (laughs) I ever saw do that subscription-based newsletter thing.
2: Early-ish adopter, I'll I'll take credit for.
1: And now everyone's doing it, honey, so sorry you missed out. (laughs) But uh, thank you so much for coming on and uh, doing this with me. This is a a lengthy uh, podcast, but I think that we're – Leaving something really nice for the aliens to hear.
2: Honored to be part of Sexy November. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's right. You Thank you for uh, rounding off Sexy November, you guys. If you're listening, thank you for being with us the whole month, uh, all of Sexy November. I hope it's been hot for you and that you've been inspired. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. We'll talk to you soon. This was a podcast. Rate and review it in the podcast store where you're listening to it. Thanks so much. Bye. Thanks, Richard.